Hello, and welcome to the Treasures of Truth podcast with Dr. Jeremy Simpson of the Thanks to Calvary Baptist Church in Elkin, North Carolina. We hope that you enjoy the podcast today as we search together in the precious Word of God. Welcome to Treasures of Truth podcast, Brother Jeremy here. I want to go to the book of Genesis, chapter number 21 today. Genesis chapter 21 where the Bible says in verse 14 that Abraham rose up early in the morning, took bread and a bottle of water, and gave it to Hagar, put it on her shoulder and the child, and sent her away. And she departed and wandered in the wilderness of Beersheba. And the water was spent in the bottle, and she cast the child under one of the shrubs. She went and sat her down over against him a good way off, as it were a bowshot. For she said, Let me not see the death of the child. And the Bible says as she sat there and lifted up her voice and wept, God heard the voice of the lad. And the angel of God called to Hagar out of heaven and said, What aileth thee? Fear not, God hath heard the voice of the lad where he is. Now we know the background of this story. I'm interested in the phrase in verse number 19. It's a phrase that you find in the Bible four times. God opened her eyes. The Bible said God opened her eyes and she saw a well of water. And so that's what I look at today. Lord, open my eyes. Now that phrase reveals what God can do when we open our eyes. Now in the context of the scripture, God had promised Abraham a child. He had promised to him and Sarah a child. And it had been 20 years and they were still childless. So you know what they did? They did what a lot of us do sometimes. When God doesn't do things as fast as what we think he should do, we get ahead of God. And Sarah took things in her own hands and had Abraham to have relations with Hagar, the servant, and have a child. That one decision has been a thorn in the side of Israel ever since. Because that boy child was born and they named him Ishmael. And we know later that Sarah changed her mind, and when she became expectant with Isaac, she told Abraham, you get rid of that girl, and you get rid of that baby. And the Bible says that Abraham hearkened to her voice and rose up and took that bread, bottle of water, and gave it to Hagar and said, well, best to you. And the Bible said the water was spent, and she cast the boy under a shrub. Now, you got to think, at this time, Ishmael is about 15 years of age, and she cast him under one of the shrubs. That word cast means to throw. Now, Hagar is letting go of Ishmael. Think about this. She's exhausted. She's thirsty. She's in trouble. Her child is in trouble. And uh, she's having to let him go. Now, there's a couple thoughts I want to give you and uh, about Hagar. And then I want to give you one main thought. The first thing we see is Hagar was depressed. Because it appears that Hagar is giving up on her child. She said, let me not see the death of my child. And she sat over against him and lifted up her voice and wept. You know what Hagar was like a lot of parents when they see the condition of their children? It's like this. I can't bear to watch this happen. I can't bear to see this. I mean, there's people no doubt listening right now to this podcast who have a wayward child. You've seen your child walk away from the Lord. Your heart is broken. 
You've seen them walk away from the Lord. There may be somebody listening right now. You've got a child that's addicted to drugs, a child that's caught up in immorality. You may be even listening today, and you've got a child that's imprisoned. I don't know, but I guarantee you this. There's someone listening because there's not a family that is exempt from these problems. And Hagar's situation became so overwhelming and so painful and so powerful, she said, I can't bear to watch Ishmael die. She's depressed. And she went and sat down over against him a good way off, as it were a bow shot. Hagar was depressed. But the Bible teaches us that Ishmael was delivered. Oh, yes. Hagar might have given up on Ishmael. But God had not given up on Ishmael because the Bible says in verse 17 of chapter 21 of Genesis that the Lord heard the voice of the lad. The Lord heard the voice of the lad. Hagar is depressed to the point that she has walked away from this dying child. She's given up, but God heard the voice of the lad. It didn't say God heard the voice of Hagar. He heard the voice of the lad. And God opened her eyes, and she saw a well of water. See, the well was right there the whole time, but she didn't see it until God opened her eyes. Now, I told you a second ago, Ishmael is about 15 years of age at this time. The Bible doesn't say anything about his childhood, but Ishmael had been around Abraham. He'd been around Sarah. He had been around the people of God, the believers, the ones that had faith in Jehovah. And no doubt Abraham had talked to him about God. I believe that Abraham had probably prayed with Ishmael. Here's the point. There had to be something put in Ishmael as a child that when he was separated from his mother and in a terrible place, he had something down deep inside that the Bible says God heard the voice. And listen, if there's a parent today that is dealing with a wayward child, What parents put in their children will cry out at some point. You may be uh, listening and you're thinking, man, I did everything I knew to do. I took them to church. I took them to Sunday school. I did devotions with them. I read the Bible to them. I prayed with them. I taught them right from wrong. And now I'm watching them die spiritually, living a life of immorality, a far distance from God. And I can't bear to watch this anymore. But listen to this. When a child is even far away from God, there is something still in that heart that you put in them as a child that will cry out even when they're gone, no matter how deep in sin. In fact, the name Ishmael means God hears. You remember what God told Cain in Genesis 4? He said, the voice of thy brother's blood crieth out. If God could hear the blood of Abel, how much more can he hear the words that a godly parent has put into their child? Proverbs 22, 6, I still believe it when when your child walks away from the Lord. I still believe that verse. Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he's old, he'll not depart from it. And like Ishmael, in a deserted place, in a desert place, in a depressing place, There was still something that cried out, I don't belong here. Don't leave me here. I wasn't raised like this. What I'm trying to tell you is this. Your children that you raise around the Word of God and the house of God and the Spirit of God, they will never get out of the grip and grasp of grace.
your your child, if you've got a wayward child today, I'm just trying to help somebody. If you've got a wayward child today, they may never find a place of repentance. But you can rest assured they will never depart from what you put in them. And Hagar's eyes were closed. Hagar's faith was diminished. She had given up. She was in despair. She was depressed. But God already had a well there the whole time that she was weeping. She just needed to open her eyes. She needed God to open her eyes. And that ought to be our prayer. That ought to be our prayer. Your situation may not be a wayward child. Your your situation may not be a child who is rebellious. It could be your health. It could be your marriage. It could be your finances. It could be your job. It could be anxiety and worry and could be betrayal. It could be bitterness or anger that you have over a situation or circumstance. You know what you need to pray? Open my eyes. Lord, open my eyes. See, this is just one of four places where the Bible teaches that God opens someone's eyes. Someone's eyes. The first, uh, one of the first instances is Balaam, when that prophet had, who became corrupted and, and he was bribed to curse the people of God, and he's on his way to curse Israel and riding that donkey. The Bible said an angel stood in the road, and the donkey could see the angel, but Balaam couldn't see the angel. The Bible says the road got so narrow that there was a wall on each side of the donkey. This is an illustration on how you know you're going in the wrong direction. The further they went, the narrower the road became. And the Bible says in Numbers twenty-two thirty-one, the Lord opened the eyes of Balaam, and he saw the angel. And then there's another passage where Elisha's servant, in 2 Kings 6, all he could see was the enemy that was surrounding them. And here's what Elisha prayed. He said, fear not. They that be with us are more than they that be with them. Lord, I pray thee, open his eyes that he may see. And the Bible said the Lord opened the eyes of the young man. And then you've got another passage uh, on the Emmaus Road, those disciples, where they were so discouraged because Jesus had been crucified. And the Bible said, and their eyes were opened and they knew him. See, there's a principle that runs in these. Like Hagar, Lord, open my eyes to your provision. Like Balaam, we need to pray, Lord, open my eyes to your direction. Like the servant of Elisha, we need to pray, Lord, open my eyes to your protection. And like the Emmaus disciples, open my eyes to your revelation. You see, when God opened Hagar's eyes, she saw that the well had already been there. And when God opened Balaam's eyes, he realized the angel was already there. When God opened the servant of Elijah's, Elisha's eyes, he realized that the army of the Lord was already there. And when he opened the Emmaus disciples' eyes, they realized that the Lord was already there. What I'm trying to tell you today is this. God's provision, protection, direction, and revelation are already present in your life. You just need to say, God, open my eyes of faith to let me see that the provision and the protection and the direction and the revelation is already in my life. I just need to see it. But we get blinded by the world. We get blinded by Satan. We get blinded by our own flesh. We need to ask God, open our eyes of faith. 
I don't know what circumstance or problem you might be facing today, but the eyes of faith can help you. The eyes of faith can encourage you to see that God's provision is already there. God's protection is already there. God's direction is already there. He is, in, he is there in Revelation, the person of Jesus Christ. You just need to pray, Lord, open my eyes. Now you've got the opportunity today to go out and make a difference in this world. It's dirty. It's dark. It needs you to purify it, illuminate it. If you're listening to this in the evening, once you plan on purpose, I'm getting up in the morning, praying, reading my Bible, getting filled with the Holy Ghost, and I'm going to go make a difference in this world as salt and light. And until the next Treasures of Truth podcast, why don't you pray, Lord, let me see it. Open my eyes. I know it's already there, but open my eyes of faith so I can see it. God bless you.